What's happening? It's your man DJ Empty Beast, and right now you're listening to Ball and Beast Podcast. We're going to number one, player. You know what I'm saying? Keep it right here, man. The Black Beatles are in the building. Yo, everybody. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the Ball and Beach Podcast. Here with my main man, C.G.Z. What I, up, what up? I am B. Spence, and of course, we are the Black Beatles. In the city. Yes, sir. So, uh, so we back in here. You know, we got uh, definitely a special guest here with us today. It's going to be a great show. Uh, what we have, uh, our guest host with us today. We got two of the members of the 35th of Kentucky Podcast. Please, everybody, welcome them to the show. What's up, fellas? What's yo, going yo. on? What's going on? What's happening? Appreciate y'all having us on, man. Yeah. All right, no problem, long man. I appreciate coming. y'all coming on. Man. It has been a long time coming. Uh, so, uh, and, and I know I've, I've, I've been bugging, I've been bugging these guys for a minute to to, to get on there too. So, nah, schedules man, finally been waiting on it, man. Schedule. Ah, no, nah, don't do it. Crazy schedules. Babies coming. Crazy weather. Crazy weather. So our schedules finally lined up. So what I'll go ahead and do, I'll go ahead and open up to y'all too. You know what I'm saying? Introduce yourself. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the 35th of Kentucky podcast. Man, let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is Al, man. Uh, one part of the team. Uh, we're missing another member. Uh, let me shout out the real matter BBN. He yes, represents sir. Big Blue Nation. Uh, very opinionated brother. Uh, and he goes hard for his Wildcats. <laughs> Always. You know, Ooh. I rep the I rep the Card Nation, man. And, uh, you know, we just we just some brothers, man. We come together. We got common interests, common goals, man. And, uh, you know, like-minded individuals. We just push it forward as far as just trying to build a media platform for sports, um, you know, encompassing all community and just, you know, linking with brothers like y'all, like-minded, collabing. Um, and we really down to work with anybody, you know what I'm saying, if they, if they won't work with us. That's what's up. And, uh, shoot, I'm, I'm one-third of the – one third of thirty fifth in Kentucky, uh, Murph. Um, man, we we just come together every every week, put out a, a dope show, uh, just talking cards, cats, NFL, NBA, college football, college basketball, everything in between. Um, I think we just wanted to create a platform where um, a voice that's not heard. You know, like you don't really hear uh, urban urban personalities or urban. This uh, urban perspective on sports, especially here in Louisville, Kentucky. I know everybody listens to, um, you know, the different sports talk radio stations, and you really not gonna see anybody of color uh, right. on those stations. I right. hear them other than you know maybe a, a good one or two, a but few former players and yeah. stuff. And right. they use them as talking boys. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> so I, you know, I think we just wanted to uh, create a platform where our voice would be heard, and uh, it's been going going good. And you know we definitely growing and want to connect with brothers, brothers like y'all, so we can keep it going. Man, gotta salute y'all, man. You know we we've been knowing each other for years, man. Yes. It's just good to link up, man. Talk sports, man. You know how we do. I think I've been knowing you probably ten years plus, and I've been knowing Brittany maybe like <laughs> almost 
15, Ooh. 20. Yeah, we're going to close to 20. Man, I'll go back to, you know, God, I only know middle we're school. middle yeah. school, yeah. elementary, you know, type. You know what I'm saying? Is that, is that a Newburgh connection? Yeah. Newburgh connection. That's what's man. up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, man, ain't no disrespect. Ain't no shade. I was just asking. Hey, that's why it. we here, Al? Tell this man. Hey, man, don't this start this, bro. This is not Newburgh, bro. Bro, we are in Newburgh. No, we are not. This is mutual. This is mutual, man. And actually, and technically where we at, is uh, they consider this kind of like Bon Air almost. Right, this is Bon Air. This is not Newburgh, man. <laughs> bon Air is a small community, but Seneca. Yeah, Murph. 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 Ask anybody I, don't, I know some people who live in Bon Air too. I, yeah, I, hey, man. Bon Air, you kind of tech look, look, look. where you at. These look, cats are the, the West look, End cats, look, man. Everything is Newburgh. Listen, listen, listen. Here you go. Newburgh. Go ahead, listen. go ahead. Here we go. Listen. This is the rule. This is the rule. Everything passed. Pop a left. <laughs> I ain't even going to do all that, but it's close. All right. If you are driving on the Watterson Expressway, all right, to go home, if you're going home and you get off on either Pop a Lever Road, Newburgh Road, or Boystown Road, you live in Newburgh. <laughs> Here he goes. Newburgh Road. It goes, it goes down close. It goes down close to the Highlands. No, but what I'm saying, no, no, but listen, but listen to what I'm saying. No, but listen, but listen to what I'm saying. It's, I'm not saying the whole Newburgh, you know, road is Newburgh. I'm not saying the whole Papa Lever Road is Newburgh. I'm not saying the whole Boystown Road is Newburgh. But if you get off at those exits to go home, you in Newburgh. So know. you can, you know, Papa Lever Road goes all the way down to the Highlands. You know what I'm saying? So that's not Newburgh by Eastern Parkway. <laughs> but up by that uh, expressway exit. Hey, man. I'm going to leave it alone. We're going to leave it alone. Petersburg. Right. Hey, man, but I got, love, I got love for Newburgh, though, man. I love <laughs> Newburgh, baby. All right. So let me, <laughs> let me, let me ask this question real quick here. Uh, well, it's not even a, really a question, but uh, how, how did – well, you said why you wanted to do the podcast. How did how did it end up being, you know, you three guys that come together for it? You know, how how did y'all link up with each other to do it? He'd be best equipped to answer that. He's been the founding father. It's kind of, it's kind of a long story, but I kind of compress it down. So, um, man, Matt, he actually uh, maybe it's maybe been about four or five years ago uh, when Insight Cable was here. They had a just like how they have Spectrum Sports, they had they had kind of like a similar channel, and they had like a uh, some type of like commentator contest, like some type of sports reporter contest, and he ended up going up for it, and I mean he did he did great, I mean he did pretty good, and he got down to maybe the last it was maybe the last four or five or six or eight something like that, and uh, ended up not being chosen for for the show, so. Uh, I told him I seen kind of like how much passion that he kind of had in covering sports, and he was biggest UK fan that I kind of ever knew. I was like, man, why don't you like keep it going? Like, don't stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it kind of shows you 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 passionate about it. Why don't you keep it going? No matter what it is, keep doing something. So um, a couple years went by, and uh, podcasts had really started getting popular. And I listened to podcast. You know, we all worked at. Uh, Couple cats in here work. Everybody, everybody in here worked at the eight. You know, you, know, right. you need something yeah, to listen yeah, to yeah. to kind of get you through the day. And I was listening to Combat Jack and uh, uh, let's see, Juan Epstein podcast. Uh, yep. 
uh, let's see, uh, Skip Bayless. I was just listening to all these shows, and I was like, man, like Louisville needs something like this. And I was listening to a lot of sports talk radio, but it was never no black people on there. You had like, right. you yeah. know, your two, three callers. What up, Lawrence? Uh, <laughs> that, that <he> <laughs> on, the, on the talk show, like you might have had him and maybe a couple other cats, uh, Uber Andre, a couple cats like that. But other than that, there was there was really no urban urban presence on uh, on sports talk radio. So. Somebody that we all know, Teddy, the Power Father. Ah, yeah. I he, came I came up with a new one. Instead of the Power Father, we're gonna call him just Teddy Podcast now. Teddy that's, Podcast. that's what we're doing. Teddy Podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna set it straight there. He so, might not want it, but you don't get to pick your own nickname. He so. don't like the Power Father, but he is definitely the Power <laughs> Father. He he definitely sparked kind of everybody around, you know, getting into the podcast world around here. Um so he started his show and I you know, me and Teddy been cool for twenty years. I I hit him up, I was like, Man, like, how'd you start that? And he just gave gave the blueprint on like, okay, right. this is what you need to get. This is where you need to go to how's your your work. This is you know, and just stay at it and keep getting good. So uh, we started at, at at my house, you know, right in the living room. You know, dogs barking in the background. You know, <laughs> right. uh, girl cooking uh, dinner in the background and all kinds of shit. So uh, it was me, Matt, and uh, one of my other homies, Nick. And my homie Nick really couldn't like commit the time to really do it and like I was gun cold like bro this is this is the move like this is it's something behind this bro like we we got to keep it pushing so um ran into a, another mutual friend named uh LJ Nesbitt and uh you know if you're in the barbershop everybody talking shit about sports you talking shit about Louisville Kentucky whatever so I thought he would be a good fit to come on and uh we rock with LJ for probably about a little up to a year and um he got another opportunity to uh, to go to another another show, uh, so he took that opportunity. Salute, uh, salute to him. He's doing some great work, and uh, I had known Al for ever since I've been working at Humanity. If you know Al, you know Al a quiet yeah. cat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you know he's real discreet. You ne- you never gonna know right. what, what's on Al's mind or what what Al's on. But I I don't know what brought us. I probably it was probably sneakers. It was probably shoes. That was probably like the thing that kind of opened up and. Uh, you know, our friendship just kept growing and growing. And, you know, I would call him and be like, hey, bro, like, you know, what what you think about this? What you think about that? And me and him would just talk every day, this on business, this on life, just everything. And, um, you know, when LJ decided to go to another show, it was nobody really that I could think of that, that was perfect to, to come into the collective other than Al. And since Al came on, like, I mean, we've, we've soared, you know what I'm saying? Like we, <laughs> we've done so much as just as far as building, building our brand up as far as just getting everything complete, as far as website, getting visuals on YouTube, uh, getting our social media, right. Um, you know, making sure that we delivering the content in the right way, as far as recording and, and really like committing to it, you know, as far as like, you know, really believing in something and, um, you know, I always say, like, God works in mysterious ways. Like, he was always there, but he wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever we was doing, he kind of already knew what was going on because I would always be like, bro, like, what you think about this? What you think we should do with this? And he, you know, he would always give great advice. And I always tell Matt, I always look at this one picture. We did a live podcast, our first live podcast, then at Visa Vs. Shout out to them for allowing us to have it there. Yeah, shout and, out Visa um, Vs. There's a picture where it's me, me and Matt, and right to the corner, you see him. 
And I said, man, like, cuz been waiting in the wings. Like, he, he been waiting in the wings the, the whole time. So just getting to this point now, man, like, it's it's been dope. And, I, you know, I thank God every day for, you know, putting us in this position and me and his friendship just growing. And, you know, like now we business partners and really, really ready to take it to another level. And one thing he always tells me is, like, bro, don't, don't, Think outside the box, bro. Like, we can take this as, as far as it could go. We can go worldwide with this. And it's like having somebody around that really supports you and, and really believes in what you believe in. Like, you, you can't buy that. You know what I'm saying? So That's what's up. Hey, I, be, I believe it, man. Because y'all definitely putting out some good content and doing a lot of big things, a lot of uh, live streams and, uh, you know, going to the different events. You know, I see y'all streaming and, and recording at different events, things like that. So, I mean, it's definitely a lot of content. Definitely doing doing some great things there. That's uh, right, man. And we trying to get like y'all, man. Yeah, we we, like we, we we following y'all a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We we coming behind y'all. You know, pause. Man, let's collab, man. Like, you know, that's, that's something me and him always talk about is just, you know, you got to have heads in to, to think of yeah. ideas. You know, it's only – so much that two, three people could think of. Plus, like, everybody brings something different to the table, yep. man. That's, that's what that's what works with me and him, man. We like we we the same, but we different. Yeah, that's the same. Me, me and him, yep. like we we the same, but we totally we totally different. Like, so let let, let me ask y'all this real quick, and I and I ask this to a lot of people in in whatever profession they have. Uh, I I don't want to say who was your, your your favorite guest that y'all had on the show, because I'm sure that you enjoy everybody that you have on the show. But I do want to ask you, what do you think might be your most memorable episode or memorable guest or something that you might be the most proud of on the show? Uh, which one of it was? It was we had one of the former NBA guys come on, and uh, it'd be Rod. Uh, it was either Rod Strickland or Kenny Anderson. Did you lose one of them? Podcast. No, it was that was the ride. That was the ride where half of that episode. Okay, so, uh, so the ride, ride Strickland. We had he a, was pissed. We had we had Rod Strickland. This was our first time ever having you know a former pro on the show. Right. Yeah. And it was some technical difficulties with the recording. It was all time. I think he might have had his son here that day. Rod Strickland was like, was "Is like that a baby in the background?" His wife was gonna pick him up. Uh, so he had to leave, and whatever happened, the computer gets unplugged when he left. And we record. Oh, we think man. we're gonna go fifteen minutes. I mean, Rod Strickland gave us probably an hour twenty, Dog, just straight, he went just in. uncut, telling stories. You know, oh, man. and we lost like half of it. I was, mm. <laughs> but the, the Rod Strickland lost episodes is probably like one of the dopest ones. It was the first time a former uh, pro had ever come on the thirty-five ky. Uh, you know that got that much not homegrown, yeah. but they got that much acclaim. Yeah, like yeah I can see that. Like that's your big. first, like that's you feel big. like your, yeah. like that feel like, that like was... you really, like you, you professional now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And he went, yeah, you know, he like went I get that. I he get that. Up and he was like, uh, yeah, I know he was like, he was over there. He was like, uh, he was like, uh, see if you can get him. Go. I was like, bro, we been an hour with. He's like. I'm just like, you know. And he still went, though. And he still went maybe like another 30, 40 minutes. Like, so, I mean, we we salvaged like an episode out of it. But of what we could have had, it was, yeah, I was sick. I was oh, sick. Man. I was that's sick. Nice. So that was, that's, probably, that's probably the one from the from the Lost Fouls right there that, you know, 
meant the most. And <laughs> yeah, now I ain't gonna front though. I was on. I was watching y'all live one time, man. Y'all had it lit. Y'all like y'all had a barbecue outside. Somebody. Oh, yeah. It was before a game. Yeah, yeah, hey. I was like, man, I want to beat her. Had to had the lady caught her. Had the ladies there. Everybody was crunk. I was like, man, I'm trying to beat her. But hey. I got shout out out them. They always tailgate, bro. They tailgate oh, man, tough, they bro. They go hard, dog. I promise. They tailgate tough. Man, shout out Frank the Tank. Oh man! Plus, man, shout out MA Productions, man. He's in the building, man. Snapping oh, yeah. the picture, oh, yeah. man. Marcus Pipes, man. Hey, y'all follow shout me, Shout out man. Pipes. Go, go bro, follow, man. man. Hit brother three on IG, man. Follow him, man. So what we uh, we gonna do? Uh, we gonna just take one quick break. And then we'll be back with more of the Ball and Beast podcast. Back after that break to more of the Ball and Beach podcast. Once again, I'm your host, B. Spence. Got my co host with me, my man, C. Jeezy. C. Jeezy, what up? And of course, we got two out of the three members of the 35th of Kentucky Sports podcast with us. Yes, sir. What's going what on? Up, what up? Appreciate y'all having us, man. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. I feel like our downloads is going to go up this episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so, we're going to get into a few of the sports topics first. Uh, uh, so the first one, just want to get the reactions and everybody's thoughts on this uh, college football championship game, mm-hmm. which was kind of dramatic. Uh, of course, Alabama did. Uh, Alabama came from behind at the very end, won that they game. Down. They was down bad. Came back and won. Uh, let me get y'all's thoughts on this game first. I like to save mine. Man, I thought it was an instant classic. Um Saving is the GOAT. I think we can we can retire that for our lifetime. Yeah. How I mean, many does I he have now? I never saw Bear Bryant, so I don't know anything about him. You know, that's true. I never saw Bear Bryant either. Plus, so, he coached the U.K., so. 
Right. He can have all that. <laughs> so, he's about I mean, to pass him. <laughs> shouts to Saban and his uh, – he's a mastermind, man. He's yeah. the – he is the – He's the goat. Uh, He's the goat, yeah. man. It's too many words to describe him. And then when you look at the second half of the game, I mean, we can start at halftime. Alabama comes out the locker room down thirteen nothing. Um, he replaces starting quarterback uh, Jalen Hurts, who had started for the last two years. Oh yeah, that was big. What I mean. Freshman. Yeah, what he I think his record was like twenty seven and two over yeah. the last two years. Two trips to the college playoffs, um, and puts in a true freshman. I'm going to tear his name up, Teo Tagalavoa. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, 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 to a challenge, dog. Teo Tagalavoa. Nonetheless, the Hawaiian sensation, the the God-sent, heaven-sent kid, I mean, he comes out. uh, You know, first series didn't go well, three and out. uh, You know, Alabama forces, gets the ball back for him. um, And then he makes a little magic happen on that third down where – he did some some Ray Finkel running around yeah. on the field, first field, and picked up that first down. That and, uh, you know, from that point on, you kind of felt the mojo start to, like, that's what Alabama needed, something to pick them up. Um, and then from that point on, you know, the, the legend of the kid has, starts to grow, you know, with the yeah. passes he makes, uh, moving around in the pocket. Um, and then when you look at the, the play to win the game, it's really the play before it, taking right. the sack. And I think we all were at that point where we're like, it's overtime. He just took a 15-yard sack, a horrible sack. He probably was going to throw an interception. Yeah. They didn't go ahead and sack him. Um, and it's to come right. back, what was it, second and 25 at the 40-yard line, you're like, whoa, kicker just missed it. And here he comes, and he just slings one down the sideline. Like Perfect. Dart uh, to the freshman receiver. And, you know, walk-off national mm. championship, confetti, you name it. <laughs> <laughs> it was lit. Alabama wins that five titles for five. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it's, it was a special championship to, you know, sit there and watch it. And even, you know, me as a Louisville supporter, I had a special eye because Louisville happens to open up with Alabama mm-hmm. for yeah. the uh, 2018 yeah. opener. And uh, seeing a freshman and all the freshmen they had out there making plays, Get you a little nervous. Man. Yeah, yeah. Crop is just just looking at they sideline, bro. It's, it's different. They, it's, it's just different, dude. Everybody's bigger. Everybody's faster. Number ninety nine is look like Goliath out there, bro. <laughs> and he's slamming people. Then the dude on the sideline. That's what killed me. The dude oh, on the sideline. If they didn't win, I was like, yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's going <laughs> over. Like but I wonder crazy, what happened with that kid. Because any other coach would have set him down. Yeah, and save was like value. go out there. You know, he made a play. And on the that. kick, yeah. on the kick return, he closed. <laughs> <laughs> closed line, yeah, dude, like Bradshaw. Dealing with. Yeah. Uh, they said, uh, Louisville's uh, future quarterback Jawan Pass. He said that was his high school teammate. Ah, damn. <laughs> he said, "Dude, was his high school." Teammate. He went off on, dude. Yeah, he went off on little buddy. Like, I was like, "Yeah, it's it's over for that kid. His college career is over at Alabama." Intense but not saving. Not not the evil genius Nick Saban. Six, six of them, and he's not done. But how many but, is he going to win? He might go Phil Jackson. Only man. thing is, I, I do feel like the playoffs kind of even it out a little bit. I think if mm-hmm. it was the BCS era, I think it would be game over because you're just pitting one game. So right. in this setup, it's a two game scenario. Yeah, yeah. Uh, injuries do happen, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the less time to prepare for a team. Um, as far as just having only a week in between the games. Right. So I think that does open up the door, which you've already seen in the playoff era. He's, you know, he's lost two of them. Uh, he's only yeah. two and two in the playoff era. Lost to Clemson, 
And then the first year, I believe he got he may have got upset in it. What was that? Who won the first? Did Alabama win the first one? Uh, Ohio well, State Ohio won State, one? Ohio State? Yeah, Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State. I think Ohio State. Hit them yeah. in their mouth. Oh, so, yeah, they did. <laughs> so, I think, you know, I think that kind of helps level it out for people. Everybody talks about wanting to add another team, and I like it with four. I do, too. Yeah, four is perfect. Four is perfect. Uh, I'm going to tell you what's crazy, though. What Maybe they can add two What more. we don't talk about is the fact that Georgia's great be nice nature, Man. too. They was nice this all year. All freshmen. They yeah, all Georgia. coming back. I really thought Clemson was going to get it again this year. but Nah. Know. They ain't going nowhere, though. Nah. That's what I'm they saying. They, they, were still, they were still nah. dope, though. Got, they the they just got back. they got matched up with Alabama in the first round, right. you know. So yep. it's kind of I don't know who knows, but hopefully the Louisville Cardinals we're gonna be prepared for for Alabama now, that next neutral? season. Yeah, yeah, neutral Orlando. Side, yeah. Okay, this, Labor Day weekend, 2018. Uh, Cuz keep on saying just as long as we don't get blasted. Like I don't I don't know if we're gonna win, but. If if we can just stick it out and get to the fourth quarter and really make it a game, we good. Yeah, we good. hopefully. Got to represent the brand well, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just, Alabama got a habit of making yeah. embarrassing teams on that opening weekend game, man. Yeah. They, they've done it for a decade now. You name them, they lined them up, knocked them down. I mean, we've seen Oregon go and play in that game. We've seen yeah. 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 Florida State this year. They ruined yeah. Florida State season. Destroyed Florida State. Blasted. Broke the quarterback's leg. And yeah. They, they, they fired the coach at the end of the year. That shows you the, the thin line with Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, so uh, let, let me uh, – let's uh, move into this here. Just recently uh, – and this is just from the NBA. Just recently, uh, Kevin Durant just passed 20,000 points for his career. Uh, so what I, what I want to ask about that is, you know, how much further up that ranking will he go? I think it's number – what it's number like is he? Eighteen. Yeah. I okay. So. Number eighteen. So for one, depending on how much longer he plays, where do you see him on that list of all time in points? Because I think wasn't he like one of the youngest guys to get twenty twenty thousand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in the four. Jordan, LeBron, and uh, don't quote me on the last one, but they had a picture of the four. So do we think he's going to make it to the top ten in points by the end of his career? I would say yeah. I, I mean, I think right now just the system that he plays in and just his 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 way of approaching the game is he's he's a killer right now and you know he's on a team with another star so he doesn't have to really put everything on his back right. definitely right makes so, it easier for yeah, him makes these it, days makes it a whole lot make sure we say him. that so i yeah i definitely see <laughs> durant getting to you know maybe the 8 9 10 spot when it's all said and done, man, like he's a he's an unbelievable scorer, man. Yeah, I say the sky's the limit for Durant. It's really up to him uh, how long he wants to play and how much he you know his body holds up. Um, he's got that thin frame, but he's a perimeter player. Um, but at the the cliff he shoots the ball at, um, the transition of the NBA to the perimeter game and everything. Yeah. Um, honestly, if, if that's his goal and he wants to climb to the top spot, I mean, I think he could do it. You know, I think, you know, guys are a little bit more um, team-based nowadays with, uh, you know, teaming up and stuff. So you do sacrifice a little bit of your scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that's his goal and he wants to hang around, we don't know what, uh, you know, how long the Golden State band, band will be together as he is right now. But uh, It's a lot of money to try to spread around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's something right there. I got my own opinion on that. I don't think that that core – 
it's going to be together too much longer just because of what you just mentioned. I like, agree with you. Yeah, I think it's got probably about a two-year window. Yeah. Yeah, and then at that point, years. contracts and money aren't going to yeah. add up anymore. Guys is going to want to bank out. Yeah. So, so who, get, who gets left off the ship on that? I mean, it can it can be multiple. I think Clay, it can be multiple. Clay and Draymond's on like first Clay, Clay. Clay's gonna want that check. Draymond's gonna want that check. I think they keep Draymond. I think Draymond's like one of them. Like he's a warrior. Like his his number. Are I can see him. I can see him doing that. But everybody's. I mean, Clay's first to me. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Unless and, and let's keep it real. Uh, uh, Livingston and, and Iguodala can get a check if they demand it well, see, somewhere. That's, that's what. That's one of the things I think is gonna throw them off. I think this is it for Iggy Dollar this year, I believe. I think he's retired yeah. after this year. Okay. Um, so, if Iggy leaves. Especially if they win. Yeah, if, he, if they can win another one, I think Iggy's leaving. Anyway, I mean, he's starting to age anyway. I yeah, mean, you can tell. Definitely. He's in the playoffs. They're just trying to keep him together till the yeah. playoffs now. Yeah. Um, so, when you look at Iggy Dollar and you look at the rest of the roster, because anytime you're going for championships, you try to put veterans around. Yeah. Um, just because they all at the you know, same point in their career. But I think with Draymond, he's going to be the one to have the – just because of his physical limitations, he's gonna have the quickest drop off of the guys. Um, I think he's, you know, we've seen him at his peak, and when you throw in playoff NBA final basketball, it takes a different toll on him. He's banging with bigger guys, um, so he may have the quickest fall off, which may increase his need to go get that check. You know, that yeah. next contract ends, I believe he may have a year left on his deal or something. Right. He's got to go get it because he's already, I believe, he's twenty eight. Kobe chumped Jordan. Yeah. Kobe chumped Jordan, so Kobe's what, three now? But but I think, is uh, it? I don't know. Three or four. It's Kareem, Carl uh, Malone, and then Jordan was right there. Kobe. Kobe took Jordan's spot, I know. I don't know. I had to look at it. I, 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 I can't give that to yeah. Kobe without looking up. I, I don't want to give him pass, no extras. Kobe passed Michael Jordan. I, I don't sure. want to give Kobe no nah, extras. I, you know, I don't like Kobe. <laughs> Wilt's up there. Co- yeah, Wilt's up there, but Kobe's – he passed Jordan for sure, I know. Yeah, I, won't say I, I, I have to verify. End of it. I have to verify. He's top five. <laughs> but before, before, before to we go to the next topic, this goes along with kind of like what we was talking about. It was a post you sent me on IG about what uh, Scottie Pippen said. What do y'all think about that? What Pip say? That Kevin Durant is the best scorer ever. Mm. I, I did post that. Hey, yes, man, I'll be forgetting. Mm. Hey, is Kevin Durant the best scorer ever? No. No, sir. No, not at all. He might not no. be better than the dude that's on his team right now. That's what right. I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's why. It's, that's how easy. I think Scottie Pippen drinks, so, yeah, you know. He does. You see him at the Cubs game <laughs> when he did the take me out to the ball game. Because, I mean, cause look one, up. for real, because one, one day he says LeBron is better than Jordan, then the next day Jordan's better than LeBron, and then the next day it's back to LeBron's better than Jordan. Pippen be drinking, man. Yeah, he goes ham on the, on the jump. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. I thought it was crazy. You know, K- KD I, might. The best scorer ever. I think KD yeah. will get up right to the top. He's definitely not the best scorer ever. 
Nah, Pippen's he's. I mean, he's he's an efficient scorer. You know, but oh, yeah. yeah, he's very efficient. efficient. Yeah, yeah. I, seven I, I can't say about time. <laughs> sure. About time. Yeah, you you won't see. Uh, he's not a better scorer than Jordan. You know, of course not. Like people, people. This is what people confuse. People confuse. People confuse guys being an all-time great shooter with an all-time great scorer. Right. Yeah. That's a difference. Shooting yeah. is just one portion of scoring. Right. And I, you know what? Y'all gonna disagree, and I don't care. But <laughs> just being real, like I don't feel like Kevin Durant is a better scorer than LeBron James. Like he's clearly a better shooter. Clearly, yeah. nowhere LeBron's nowhere near a good shooter right. as him. But scoring in different manners. No, nah, I agree with you. I'm yeah. just saying LeBron can do what he wants at any time. Though. I mean, if KD and had I didn't want to turn it into a LeBron thing. But if KD had LeBron's feel. body. Oh, Lord. oh yeah, he'll he'll be oh, he'll be contending for he the might be the of all time. That's <laughs> all time. Look, look, Westbrook is that guy. If he had the daggone physical uh, stature of a LeBron of a Jordan, he would be the greatest player ever. Yeah, he got that dog. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Ever. I, agree. I, mean, I he's remember got, he's got the heart, yeah. dude. It was it was back years ago when. You know when when they lost in the finals to LeBron and them, so we know this was years ago. How many years ago was that? Twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Yep. Mm-hmm. When they lost yeah. in the finals, I said Russell Westbrook is an MVP caliber player, and he's gonna get there one day. And everybody talked about me, laughed at me. Nah, he's selfish and this and that. Man, he's an MVP winner now. Yeah, I'm telling you. Only thing is like. The way his game is built, though, it's going to be hard for him to get a ring. Yeah, it is going to be hard for him to get a ring. I mean, just from the makeup of the NBA, it's going to be hard to get a ring now unless he gets on a super team. He's not going to get a ring. Nobody's going to get a ring if they don't. He's not going to let him be on a super team. He's going to stay at OKC until he might get another deal, you know. Where he signed up for $200 Yeah. He's getting that bag. You can't complain. He's got MVP. He'll get all the records. You name yep. it. Uh, statue probably in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, all of that. It's all in what you want as a player these days. I mean, they, these kids are all coming from, like, the AAU era where teaming up is cool. Um, and with social media, it links them all. But that's what you're going to see here in this next generation is guys just, you know, yep. coming together to do what Durant and Curry and all them did. And the big three started in Miami, just coming together and collabing. And uh, you know, trying to win championships and chasing them, the Marines. And it's funny we talk about AU because that goes into the third topic. Yes, it does. Look at the transition there. <laughs> All right, so we're just gonna slide the college basketball here, uh, and basically, and it's not really too in depth. I just want to know who you guys think are, are, are really the serious contenders for the college championship in basketball this year at this point of the season. Wow! If any, if anybody's you know away from the pack, or if it's just wide open, really nobody's super standouts. In a year like this, uh, it it is honestly it's wide open. I don't think anybody has separated themselves just because over the since conference play started, seems like everyone has taken a loss. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was the week before last. I think it was like seventeen top twenty-five teams lost. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when you look at that, all the teams have taken losses. Uh, it's still a case of the usual suspects. You're going to have your Duke, your Kentucky, um, possibly Kansas. They're a little weakened. 
Um, Man. Michigan State, I think these teams will be around in the conversation. But then when you look at a team like Oklahoma. That's just what I was going to say. What do y'all think about Oklahoma? Arizona State. I can't wait to see him in the tournament, man. I cannot wait. I look at, um, you know, Villanova. They they got a great coach. They've seasoned. They won a title, what, two years ago? So they still got some guys who've got that pedigree. Um I don't even want to count out my Louisville Cardinals. We, it, we, we, we ain't counting them out, yeah. never. I, you know, right. cardiac <laughs> cards, it may, be, it may be March before it all comes together yeah. with all the pieces yeah. and everything just because of what they went through. But you can't count out Louisville with the, ta- nah, the level of talent they have in the size. They have legit yeah. NBA size on the great floor. Size. So most that's, that's half the battle. Most teams ain't going to be to beat you if you and got you think, a 7-foot and a 6'10 at your power. Oh, ah, yeah. When they, they get to that point, too, like, I mean, they have literally something to play for. They have one another to play for, so you got to put that into the dynamic of, like, you know, it's it's the cards against the world. Like, nobody expects for them to, to even get to that point, but, you know, anything can happen in March. Anything. Hope so. Hope I can it's, head down to Broadway this March. You know what I'm <laughs> it's saying? So many, it's so many teams, man, that got the potential, but then you, you know what I'm saying, like, you can start with Michigan State. Like, they hauled off what – we beat them, and then they hauled off 17 in a row. But then they lose at home to Michigan. Kansas, who never loses in uh, Allen Fieldhouse, lost three, four games this year in there already. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Villanova, who is in a, a weak conference. I, well, I ain't going to say a weak conference, but a weaker conference. No, nah, say what you want. No, nah, it's not weak because there's <laughs> a couple teams in there that's good. Actually, Creighton, Xavier, you know, there's a couple mm-hmm. teams in there that's good. So, I can't say they're weak, but they're weaker. But – they come out stinking up, Barry. You know, saying I we got the best offense in the world. Our defense is suspect. You know, one day we play defense, one day we don't. You know, so it's kind of like my a team like Miami, who really doesn't have the talent, but they hungry. You know, what I'm saying Florida State, they got the size and the, but they lose to everybody in the ACC. So it's like you, you never know. It's wide open. You know, it's wide open. North Carolina. What about the look, Wildcats? Thing with Kentucky is. I think, and this is no shade to anybody, but I no, think. No, shade. I think, shade. No, no, no. It's no shade because it's real. If they had a different coach, maybe with the team they have right now, but they're down but see, in talent. They're down in talent. I, I, understand, I understand what you're saying. Like, if they had a different coach, you know, in-game coach. Like, I understand that point. But then, on the flip side, if they had a different coach, they wouldn't have that they talented have that roster. Talent. That's so very true. That's very it's, true. It's hard to say, you know, if they had a different coach, they'll win more games. Well, they wouldn't have them top players every yeah. year if they had a different that's coach right. either. But, so see, they, that's the thing about this year. You got to live with the like, good and the bad. Yeah. It's kind of like these cats now, like Al was saying, the AAU, they teaming up. They don't even want to go to Kentucky. They want to go to the school that's going to beat Kentucky. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Do you know what these, I You know, this is what I uh, really think hurt Kentucky. I think uh, it was the two or three seasons ago. I don't remember exactly. It was when Cal did that platoon stuff. You know, we got two starting five. So he start this five, then bring everybody out, put in this other five, and do the platoon stuff. If I'm the top player in the country and I go to UK, I'm tr- your best players need to play the most minutes. Yeah. But the crazy thing is and that I- year 
the best players didn't play the the most minutes. And that's what I'm saying. And that's you why had I don't Booker and Eulis, who are NBA players now, on the bench. And that's why. <laughs> and, and honestly, that's why I feel like the last couple of years, like before before he did that platoon stuff, every player they went after, they got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After the platoon stuff, they started missing on some yeah. of those now. Yeah. So I think that's hurt them in the last few years. Nah, but that's just they me. They've been missing big. You're right, because they, they haven't grabbed that number one player the last nah. three years, and it, and it shows. Right, because don't nobody want to do that platoon mess no more. Like that's I didn't agree with that. That's yeah. crazy. You got this is what made me mad. I'm not a UK fan. I hate UK. But Tyler Eulis was the best player in the country. It's no reason he's not playing the majority of minutes at his position. No excuse. No excuse. That's true. Gave those that's minutes true. to the twins. To the twins. Which to the one twins. twin is not doing bad. But still, they should have missed Booker should have started over all Man, they twins. If one's a bum, they both bums. <laughs> they sure that. <laughs> They twins, baby. That's just the way it go. Hey, January twentieth <laughs> is gonna be make or break for Kentucky when Zion make a decision. All right. So let me go. What we gonna do? We are gonna go ahead and wrap up this little this little segment here. We are gonna take one more little break. We'll be right back with you with more the Ball and Beast podcast. Once again, thanks for sticking with us during that last break. Welcome back to more of the Ball and Beach podcast. Again, I'm one of your co-hosts, B. Spence. We got C. Jeezy to the left of us. What up? And we do have two of the guys from the 35th in Kentucky Sports podcast with us as well. Yes, sir. So we got Murph and AI. I'm tripping. I'm saying two of the guys now. I'm going to let y'all know who it is. (laughs) My bad. Uh, So we're going to go ahead and get into, you know, couple of these uh, hip-hop topics. Uh, the first one that I won't get into, to which I'm sure we're going to have a lot of great opinions and discussions on, uh, Eminem released the Chloroseptic remix just recently. And uh, how can I say this? He sounds a little bit upset on the song. He's yeah. perturbed. Uh, so, <laughs> perturbed is a good word. Uh, I just keep seeing in my head, is you mad or no? That's just what I want to say, right. say to him. But, of course, he's on there. He's kind of, I guess you would say, clapping back at all the folks that said his album was was trash and he didn't have it, it no trash. more. And, it you know, of course, we know that Joe Budden, you know, talked about it, you know, before he left the Everyday Struggle. You know, people are saying that Eminem was talking about Joe Budden on there, and then you got uh, 
one of the garbage cans from D12 going at him bizarre. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The big dude. Yeah. So, yeah. And, 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 you know, I can use that two ways. You know what I'm saying? He's a big dude and he's a garbage rapper. So, you know, it works out. It works out. So, let me get y'all's opinion on this chloroseptic remix that Eminem put out. I haven't I haven't heard like the whole thing, but I heard uh, a couple clips and I seen like a couple um couple screenshots of, of, of the lyrics and he definitely was going in at Joe. <laughs> but I, I I sent this text to my home the other night. I don't think Eminem won't no smoke with Joe. For real. I think Joe uh, Joe Joe uh, for real might get in his back for real. I and that's just me. Like but I think Joe for real. I think hey. Joe might might get him. He could. Yeah, he put that battery in Joe. And if not, in. he got a squad that will. Yeah. That's for sure. But you know what? It's crazy. The squad is all signed to Eminem, though. Yeah. And that makes, That's true. And, but but the thing is. That's me, why they're like, going at him. Because it's like, oh, he's I, disloyal. Look, I man. Think Lord, I think. I don't even think you can put loyalty into it. The the platform that Joe was on, like, he's, he's supposed to be opinionated. He's supposed to react to what he hears and he was just telling the truth if friend or not you know like if your album's trash your album's trash cuz like garbage but you know i i don't think eminem won't no smoke with joe man for real real. i ain't listened to eminem since 2004 (laughs) and lose yourself in the moment, <laughs> it was the last Eminem I heard. That was a banger. That was 2004. I remember that playing at halftime at LIT semifinals. We were like, oh, okay. <laughs> Shout out, Seneca. Shout out, Seneca. Spaghetti. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I ain't listened to Eminem since that. And I really could care less what Em got to say. You know what I'm saying? It's time. To me, his time has passed. I respect his contribution to the rap game and a white boy to hip hop, our culture. You know what I'm saying? You 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 ate off of it. You you marketed. I respect all that, but I ain't I ain't heard of other than his uh, cipher on the. You know what I'm saying? BT. That was garbage too. Yeah, that was that was okay. Uh, you know, I'm I'm cool on everybody dropping Trump mm-hmm. and all that. Where was that before he got elected? Do no, I, I mean he, he always disses people and yeah. all of that. It was garbage because I just think it was a garbage. The one freestyle. cipher that he was That's in before it. when it was slaughterhouse, like. He yeah, he that. bodied them. I just think it was a garbage. My thing, my bad. thing with Eminem, man, and this is, you know, it's just like common sense. Why do you wait till after your album drops, which was garbage, to come hard now? Like, yeah. where was that on the album? You should have saved that. You should have put that verse on the album, bro. Yeah, he had bars on that verse because he was he was killing yeah, that verse. Yeah, that's crazy. He definitely but, went dumb on that. Yeah, why do you want to wait to this the, the president and this Joe Button and this you know Beyonce this everybody he's ever dissed? That's the hardest songs he makes. Is his disses? It's this is this is what's so funny because to me, listening to that 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 chloroseptic remix. You can really tell that his feelings got hurt. Yeah. I mean, he his his feelings were hurt yeah. because he literally recites everything that people and Joe Budden were saying about the album. Like he was like, "Oh, y'all looked at the track list and made up your opinion." Well, yeah, we did. When you got nothing but pop stars yeah, on your track list, yeah, so we are gonna make a decision. Come on, man. And then when you listen to it, it's garbage. It's garbage. 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 And people say that I talk about Eminem all the time. Like, oh, it's just because he's a white rapper. Like. You know what? Maybe a little bit that is true. Yeah. But I don't care. 
He's a forty-five-year-old rapper. It's just, and it's not, and it's not because he's white. It's because he gets so overrated and overhyped yeah, because I, he's white. I like he's not a bad rapper. He's yeah, a Eminem great was, dope Eminem lyricist. Was the most overrated rapper of all time. Well, his albums be garbage. It's, you just gotta go to where his where his prime was at, and that's 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 the sample you need to take and leave it at that. All Everything right. else since that has been a steady decline. It happens, man. It's just natural. Yeah. It's just a natural. He flow. shouldn't be brought up in hip hop. Topics right now. He started. Why, why is he we should not be talking about him. He started the crap. Cl- he's crap. He Go started declining when he started wanting to do his own production and getting away from Dre. Like where's he been? Like that's the thing that kind of bothers me. Right, you come out left field when you leave the game and then stay gone. Nobody knows anything. What you doing? And then you come back. He was doing picture. drugs. That's what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, he was doing drugs, and then he went to, went to rehab too. Right. He was doing that drugs. Was the, last, the last album was about his relapse. I mean, right. Where's he been? How long ago? How long did he stay missing? He was on the he was on the same island Dave Chappelle was on <laughs> for the longest. But at least we know what was going on with Chappelle. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. I, look. Look. Look at him, man. Eminem's a dope lyricist, but like as far as like making music, like he's not. He just not melodic to me. Like he just don't make great music. Yeah. He just never has to me. Like he he can spit. You put him in a in a cipher in a freestyle. He definitely gonna kill a kill a verse. But other than that, and people will go hard. They at, go hard at for Eminem. Saying in here like, oh my god, that's blasphemy. How could you not right. put Eminem in your top five? Like Eminem's hey, not in my top. What's well, all that anger shit's played out in twenty eighteen? Right. <laughs> yeah. Rapping angry. Yeah. Like, Are you mad? Place for right. It. You're a multimillionaire, bro. Relax. I'm gonna put it like this: three out of the four people on uh, Eight Mile killed him anyway in the battle. <laughs> Drops Mike. What a movie was about him. So like Lotto, Lotto ate his back out. <laughs> but you know, was that based on his real rise and the, the battles that he did? Because you know the true story. Eminem did have them big battles or whatever. Maybe it wasn't in Detroit. So who it cares? Been based yeah, on I think that. it was because at, at, at a spot called like the store. Or the one like that, that that's what I think that's what got him his deal. One of them battles, our first deal or something. Because he ended up losing that in the finals. I think. I think that's when he got his first deal. I don't know. Who cares? I mean, I used to be a huge, <laughs> I used to really be a huge Eminem fan. Like Marshall Mathers LP was was my joint. The Eminem show was my joint, and then everything after that just total garbage. So, hey man, relax, Eminem man. Uh, your, your album was back. was right. not good. You 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 don't you know hit Put a home run every time. Eminem. Just chill. Shout All out right. to Joe Budden though. I rock with yeah, Budden. I rock with you. Joe. Can't be mad. For giving your opinion about an album, that's where I rock with that's, Joe Budden. That's what, that was his like, job. And that I, was literally his job to be opinionated on. I disagree yeah. with Button ninety-five percent of the time on his opinions, but how you gonna get mad at him as an artist? Everybody yeah, ain't gonna like everything. It, it's, Just because he signed it's impossible. To your record label. Hey man, that record label. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I, I, I was browsing through the, the interwebs, like I do oftentimes, and I, I came across an article. Uh, Dr. Dre was at, I think he was at like a uh, Golden State Warriors practice game or something like that. And uh, one of the reporters came out to him and, and asked him, was like, hey, will we ever get detox? Mm-hmm. Dre was like, you know what? We just did a few songs. Who working on some stuff? So maybe. So. Dr. Dre says maybe we're going to get detox after 500 years. Uh, so the first question is, do you actually believe him? Is he just talking trash? And at this point, 
do you really even want a detox album now? Who cares? <laughs> Where you been at? That's right. what the music game is based on. He been right. getting that bag. I mean, well, we know where he been. He's a So it's another one here. Where you been at? As far as in the music game, well, you can't say. It. I mean, he done. He done had his hand on Kendrick and all, and that whole sound. But is what? it? I'm sorry, that was rude. I'm about to cut you off. But I feel I got a strong opinion about Dre. What is he producing? That's a good question. As far as making beats wise, yeah. I don't know. But as far as arranging and being like, hey, you should take that out and put this here. Like, he's definitely executive producing. Like, yeah, as far I, as some I of those first that. Kendrick albums, especially that first Kendrick yeah. album. But, but like, really? the first the first couple of Kendrick, he, he did produce a couple, yeah. you know, make a couple beats on there. But even his artists, it's not, not getting Dre production, really. Like did he did he did he get a lot of Dre production on Kendrick's last album? Nah, I don't think so. I don't think he. I don't think Dre's no production on Eminem's album either, right? I don't think so. Games latest project, and he on that. Even even though he's not on Aftermath anymore, that was his guy. Like who who is he who is he doing this for? He's another twenty eighteen. Why do we care about a detox? Right. We've been hearing about a detox for over a decade plus now. But but you get. It's it's got to be some character like that's. But is his is, is his beat making still relevant? Now I might be sounding blasphemous because it is the Almighty Dr. Dre. But if we remember the last album that he actually did with his production and his beats it was O One, right? Was no, it was the 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 Compton album, which was the oh, right straight out of Compton soundtrack. soundtrack yeah. And is. Anybody talking about that at all since that came out? It was I, but can anybody name? Can anybody? (laughs) The movie was cool. I'm saying, but can any biopics of Dr. Dre in the last? (laughs) Can anybody? Can anybody name a song off of that joint off the top of their head? Not at all. Who cares? (laughs) So that's what I'm saying. Is his is his is his music even relevant still right now? No. Kids know him for headphones. That's right. Beats by Dre. And but my, and still my, people out there that, that want to hear that music. And, and you know what? For a lot of years, yeah, for <laughs> first, let's <laughs> let's let's go back to Dr. Dre. Let's go through the history of Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, throughout the history of his rise up to his career, has gotten credit for a lot of beats he didn't do. Yeah. So true. let's be real. He got credit for a ton of Daz's production, at Death Row. True. Yeah. He got credit for a ton of Scott Storch's production. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say Dr. Dre is a fraud. I mean, the, the documentaries kind of tell you what he was on. But, I mean, yeah. he has a, a lot of dog, he has a lot of the characteristics. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, but that's just, I, I don't know. I have these little vendettas with famous people that don't know that I exist. So, <laughs> it's all good. And plus, you know. He beats women and tries and tried to be a gangster. So yeah. anyway, if he drops the album, good for him. But at the end of the day, I'm not gonna buy. I'm not gonna listen to it. So who cares? I think he was just blowing smoke. <laughs> we He's in 2018 do not care about that. Yeah, I, there's it's, way more stuff. It's definitely not not any any care around it. But it, when it comes out, definitely people are gonna be like, okay, well, at least at least I want to hear it because damn, I've been wanting to hear this smoke. Well, yeah, well, twenty three years, like, but God. it might not come out till twenty twenty three. Talk you know. to me about Coach K and quality street music. You feel me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, all right. Let's see. So, 
uh, 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 the other thing that was in the news, the homie Kevin Gates came home. Shout out to Kevin Gates. He's finally back. Y'all ready for some new Kevin Gates music? What up? Uh, I'm not like a huge Kevin Gates fan, but I like more of his his interviews more than actually his music. Like he's just an entertaining, <laughs> like entertaining dude. Like yeah. he's just an entertaining dude. Like, do I agree with everything he says? Hell no. Nah. Like I don't. But he's just you know when he comes on, like I'm glued to the TV just to see what what the hell he's gonna say. But uh, I, I definitely think he's got he's got some records that that have broke through and yeah. he, he makes some pretty good music. But you know. I'm I'm just ready to see exactly like what he's what he's gonna be on now that he's out. Like yeah, is he gonna come right. out super Muslim now? Or is he gonna be like, you know, fuck the world, I'm just putting out tons of music or what what's gonna be the direction of Kevin Gates? Like Time behind that bar, man, hurts artists, though. Long story short. If you ain't really at that level yet, so with Kevin Gates, I kinda feel like He's got his following and his fan base, but it's not going to grow too much outside of, you know, Kevin Kevin Gates fans. He always had right. an underground kind of mm-hmm. following people yeah. where, you know, he didn't need to be mainstream. You know, his name got to buzzing louder just because of more of the antics and uh, some of like his interview sound bites mm-hmm. and just different stuff you heard. <laughs> but uh, Kevin Gates, the artist, which is what we would be talking about, I don't see him, you know, really getting too much bigger unless he's getting ready to go a different direction, which that, that don't really fit him. Nah. To like nah. start working with different people outside right. of his, you know, comfort zone and trying to really push his music, the envelope on his music. So, I, I mean, I think you're going to see a, if you were a Kevin Gates fan before, you'll be a Kevin Gates fan now. And you'll base it on the quality of music that comes out. I think he kind of lost his, uh, when it when his buzz was really, really starting to build and he was really about to break through. And that's when, they, that's when he got sat down. So, yep. You can't like go to jail, man. Especially at the time that he, he was at in his career, he had a couple, couple records on the radio. He had just signed with Atlantic. Um, you know, they was putting putting all their money into him, and then he gets gets popped up. So it's See, it worked for Gucci because Gucci made that. But he planted he put, the seed. He, he planted, right, he, he planted the seed, yeah. His, his foundation was, was made, yeah. All them, so it didn't hurt him. Like, while he was gone, you got right. everybody that grew up. Exactly. All, the, uh, all the young cats kept Gucci yeah. relevant. Yeah, that's while what I'm saying. He had the foundation yeah. to where he could go sit down for two, three years and then come back and still be and this is hard. There's a difference, too. Gucci had a stockpile of music. You know, yeah, he was still locked yeah, up. Some people yeah. never realized because yeah. it was still stuff. He was right, putting out yeah. a mixtape a day, every day. Right. What yeah, was it? What right. was it? One day he put out the three mixtapes in one day: breakfast, yeah. lunch, and dinner. Yeah. So what was the names of them? Yeah. So if you have that up your sleeve when you record, like it's going out of style. Boom. <laughs> you know, Kevin right. Gates. We haven't heard from Kevin Gates. When's the last? Brother yeah. Kevin Gates. I think I think they I think he dropped the joint like right when he yeah got I was gonna say up. he got something in soon rotation, as soon as but he I got think it that was kind of str- strategic like, that hurt we're gonna put something yeah. out just because we know in the future I look at Kodak it hurt him since he's come back out yeah I think it did too I mean he he's put music out but it hasn't had the same um, yeah I, I should, rock with Kodak I look too. at Boosie even I though he kind of peaked out before he went in but Boosie hasn't been the same since he's been out as far as just I think as soon as he as soon as he got out, he shot right back up there. Yeah. But then it was like psh, right back down. I, I ain't heard that. I, I I've been hearing some good things about that Boosie album though. That Boopie. Boopie. Oh, I, I like that it, album. That, I, that, that album is good. I listened to it. That album. That album's pretty good. Yeah. But with Gates, I mean Gates just he got his fan base. You know, he got people that like him, people that don't. You know, he lost a lot of people with 
his beliefs, you know, eating booty and all that. A lot of people <laughs> left him right there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to him, man. You know, I'm glad he's out. You know, best wishes to him, but he's just not one of them guys that I'm looking forward to. I'm not looking forward to his album coming out. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather hear the detox. <laughs> hey, come boy, you tripping, boy. You tripping. Somebody tripping. That was a look, joke. Look, look. It ain't uh 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 the next guy I want to bring up, he wasn't in, in the topics that I had, but I just kind of feel like I'm gonna talk about it anyway. Uh the the because we did talk about a white rapper Eminem. We know it, it seemed like we had a consensus in this room that we not rocking <laughs> with with that white rapper, but Jack Harlow. Dude's nice. Bars. Nice. From her. I'm nice. rocking with the young fella, man. I'm pulling for Dude, yeah. dude, dude yeah. really yeah. got it, bro. The gazebo album is... It's hard. Is it's all hard. the way through. And it's, it's like that, man. It's not even that, like, his, mu- his music is raw. You know it's him. He's not trying to pretend to be something that he ain't. Right. And, you know, uh, and, and with that, you know what I'm saying, like a, a couple of the, the homies from the neighborhood I would ever grew up around the corner from me, like they twins, like one of them is his producer. One of them, uh, dude, that's uh, that's on the new video. Uh, what's it called? Wasted oh, Youth? Wasted is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, uh, Slim Shimo, uh, Slu. Yeah, Slumo. Dude, dude got the second verse. Slu. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Him and his uh, his and his brother is is his producer. Uh, two for one. So them, them, them was the them was the little bros, man, from the neighborhood, right man. Now. Like they whole collective is dope because everybody's rappers, producers, uh, photographers, every, like yeah. just a whole crew. What what they call the private garden? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the that's what. Garden. Yeah, private garden. But see, they get they get the respect from me because, like, I was watching that interview with uh with Drama and uh, Sway, and everything he brought back to her, man. Like he's like he said, I'm in Atlanta, but I'm Louisville. You know what I'm saying? It's just I think about how many people get to Atlanta and forget about Louisville. Yeah. You feel me? It's a lot and of he did the there. opposite. You know what I'm saying? And, and dude's original, like you said, he's himself. He don't try to be anybody else. He don't try to betray himself as anybody else. And he and he the shoots all his videos here too. Yeah, he's all real. of them. That was what we had. Uh, we had KY Engineering on the show. Uh, was it la- either last month or November one? And- last month. And- the Gazebo album was already. Out. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he was talking about how. Um, you know he he had to move to to Atlanta for his career to really take off, but he he just has to come back home. Yeah, was like half the album was recorded down there, but he was like he had to record most of it here. You know, yeah. so right, just to right. kind of be in the feel of being at home, and that that really struck something with me. It's just like like you were saying, like he you know definitely he's 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 on the rise, but he definitely still knows where home is. Right. Yeah. I feel dude, man, because he's authentic. He's himself. Uh, he's not trying to be no gangster, which wouldn't work anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he's not rapping no lyrics where you just like, what's he talking about? Right. Like, what's this dude on? So he's himself. Uh, I first heard about Jack Harlow from 321 when y'all had him on over this probably since his, about his bubble. Years, yeah. probably since yeah, it was a minute ago. A year and a half, two years yeah. ago. And he had some freestyles and stuff out on YouTube and he was doing his own thing. I'm like, damn, this little white dude's all right. <laughs> And to see, like, you know, he hit the local scene. And for him to understand the music industry and know, like, this is, you know, at this age, I think he's only 18, uh, this is as much as I can really do here at Louisville if I'm looking to go past this this level. Um, and then got linked up with the right folks, KY Engineering, and he's kind of, you know, pulling the strings and kind of really, you know, hands-on with him. 
And right now he's got the tour. He's going from city to city right now. Tour looks nice. Last stop is her in Louisville on this tour. Yeah, I'm pissed that I ain't got tickets to that. I may have to go to Nap to catch him the day before on the Friday. I think I might just shoot up her just because I ain't going to deal. They're going to spike the tickets here. Yeah, yeah. Buy off the market. You can still buy the tickets online for Nap for $10. Right. So I may just go up to Nap to see him instead of. When is it? I like to move. Friday before. So it's like the 20th. Uh, it's like the 18th or something. Like, I know it's like the 24th here or something like that. So I think it made me like. I want to check him out, man. Yeah, nah, he was I, in Nashville I, last night. Like I support. Dude, I seen the man. I seen the, the the recap of it. I mean, it looked like. It yeah, I'm seeing. I seen the video like, from Atlanta. Got, the concert he did dog, in Atlanta. He's got some fans. Indianapolis like, the 26th, Louisville the 27th, in the gazebo tour. Yeah, that's so gonna those be. are his last two stops: the 26th and 27th, and uh, Indy and Louisville. That's yeah, I got I got to check out homie man. That dude's nice. We got to support cat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Top then, rap, I mean, number one rapper out of out of Louisville right now. And I just feel like one of those things too, where he's gonna open the door for other people. Yep. Oh, I mean, yeah. I know there'll be yeah, a lot yeah. of hate because of the, the, the skin color. You know, oh, he's white. He's eating off of the hip hop culture and all that. But in 2018, I think we should kind of be past that. Yeah. And, and recognize yeah. that. He, he's repping Louisville. You know, he's on Sway in the morning with a Louisville jacket on. Right. So, and he dropped Denny Chrome during yeah. that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I ain't heard too many other dudes make it out the Ville, really come back and, and rep us. Right. From, you know, it's not a lot, but I don't. you really don't see too many. Nah, nah not at all. Not like Static did it. Plus, they said he's, uh, him and one take about to do a track. So, uh, you know, yeah, that's more that's, that's, that's another one take. That I think uh, one is, take is out of here. And you know who else is ready to be out of here, though, from the city? PJ Gifted. We, we was talking yeah. about that PJ last Gifted. night. Shout out to PJ. PJ. His, I told, I literally told him last night. I said, if you are not pushing your product as hard as PJ Gifted is pushing, he goes so right hard. Now, you're not. Shit. He's grinding, because bro. He's he so hard. And I was even telling him like, uh, he was just down Florida State, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't. You see him with OG Magnum, the, the white dude from Florida. Yeah, yeah. with Rick up. Ross, with man, like yeah. with man. Dutchies it seemed from... like he's up. I know he he was up in New York not too long ago yeah. with like he's moves really, around. Wasn't really, it like with like Double XL and and, yeah, and all of the magazines, all that man. And even just his. Uh, Cause really, what I, I and said, it makes it even better because the music is dope. Yeah, and that's what I said the the music <laughs> got better. Saying? When I first listened to him, maybe about a year ago, I was like, ah, I was like, this is okay, like it's it's right. okay, it ain't really touching me. But the more and more I listened, I was like, you can just hear the progression in his music and him him getting better, and then just having having the push and everything that he's doing marketing wise, bro. Like, yeah, he's he's giving himself a chance to really get the hell up out of here. That's what yeah. it's about, man. It's really with, with anything you're doing in 2018. It's the, you know, your grind with it, um, and like, and PJ is a perfect example of it, man. What he's doing, like you said, moving around the look he's got, and then the lesson to any artist here in Louisville that's serious about music and really wants to get out of Louisville's music bubble, because at the end of the day, the Louisville music scene, I, mean, I ain't gonna disrespect me like it ain't, shit, but it ain't. Shit. You know what I'm saying? It's grew, it's, grew, it's it growing is. and it's getting yeah. better and we're getting some artists like we just mentioned, Harlow, One Take Timmy, PJ Gifted, I'm sure there's some other ones. Uh, shout out Junior J. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Black Black. On yeah. the R&B side of yeah. things. Yeah, uh, I'm going to get both of them on the show. There's some younger, you know, there's some <laughs> younger cats that, you know, you hear their names from. Morgan Malone, baby. Yeah, people talking about, but in order for us to grow, we, we it's unfortunate we do have to go to Atlanta yeah, and, yeah and, New York, and LA, yeah. You know, the Atlanta's the hub of the music. We're too close to it. 
not to go down there and network yep. and see what we can come up with. It's mm -hmm. too many big time artists, uh, you know, and it luxury. You only six hours away from it. It's yeah. a drive. You can come yeah, back right. in a day if you need to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, artists, if you if you listening, anybody that's taking that music serious, look at that model PJ Gifted and Jack Harlow, uh, and cast that you know on the verge of of really bubbling. They, they about to break through. They send us some music too, so I can play it on the show. All the artists too. Send me the music. I want to play it because I don't want to. I want to play nothing but 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 local talent and independent talent, so we can all go do something somewhere. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. So, I guess we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, definitely. Thank you guys for coming in and, yeah, and, 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 and being on the show with us, man. Appreciate it's us, it's man. really a good look to get these sports. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sports geniuses, sports experts, sports. Smees, sports subject matter experts. You know what I'm saying? The sports smees. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> go ahead and uh, you know let everybody know where they can find y'all. Find the podcast and all of the good good stuff. Man, we got a we got a list of social medias. I mean, you can check it out. Uh, you check out the IG page. It's pretty active on IG. Three five KY Sports. Um, Twitter, same thing. Three five KY Sports. Um, on the uh, Facebook, 35KY Sports as well. <laughs> we got the YouTube channel uh, up and running. Good videos and content there. I Show episodes so. coming up on there, uh, as well as interviews with some of the young prospects and game highlights from around the city. And uh, website launching. It's, uh, I mean, it's up and active. You can check it out. But uh, www.35kysports. Um, we'll be launching a website here soon, so if you know if you got a little time, take a look at it. Tell us what you want, you know, your thoughts on it, feedback. But uh, man, we just pushing it, pushing the envelope, man. In 2018, looking to collab with y'all more. Any, you know, anything we're a part of, y'all welcome to, you know, get down with us, man. Likewise, man. You know, bounce ideas, anything y'all looking to do, let's let's do it, man. Can't do this by ourselves at all. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, man. support these men, man. For real. For real. Support. Yeah. I'm going to push. Man, find us on uh, iTunes SoundCloud, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every, yeah. Every, <laughs> everywhere. They, everybody can find the podcast everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so, once again, you know, I want to thank y'all for going. Y'all got some shout outs y'all want to send out to some folks? Let's do uh, some shout outs, you know. Man, mm -hmm. shout out Real Matter BBN, who couldn't make it. His, uh, I think his son had a game tonight. So, uh, he thinks his son is. It's about to take that <laughs> take that step and, and really uh, get moving out here, man. So shout out to him, uh, and shout out to everybody that, that just rocks with us, just listens, and uh, you know everybody that we see in the streets and like, hey, you know, we like what y'all doing. We we appreciate you know you putting kind of some focus and light on uh, the urban perspective in sports, man. So just shout out to all our supporters and you know just everybody out there rocking with us. We appreciate y'all. Shout out Big Baller Brand. That's my <laughs> <laughs> putting it down, Uncle Lavar putting it down over in Lithuania. <laughs> Game changer. Sorry, I just got to shout out Big Baller Brand. I know they receive a lot of hate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unnecessary hate. Can't nobody show me no examples. It's like Lavar stealing from people and all that. Right. Where is it at? Let me prove. <laughs> I told you that today on Where is it at? Baller, I can't afford it. That's what Lamar told me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't afford it. Right. But 
Shout out Big Baller Brand, man. I rep them, man. And uh, my my family, my FAO family, man. Yeah, I what up, them. FAO, so, man? We, we, we got some stuff up our sleeves coming in 2018. You know, we letting, our, we letting everybody get these acts and stuff out the way, man. And, uh, you know, so this, this, that's all I got for now, man. Card Nation. Yeah, go cards, go cards, baby. Nah, I'm straight, bro. I'm not gonna say nothing, man, about my Duke Blue Devils. But uh, (laughs) man, shout out the whole city, man. Shout out B Spence. Shout out FAO. It's the homies. Shout out MAP, man. Marcus Pipes, man. Appreciate it, man. Check him out. What'd you say to uh, IG Hit Brother Three? Holla at him. Holla at Joe Lewis Photography. Louisville's got next. Shout out to uh, Shout DJ Bombshell. What's up, man? man? Everybody, man. Everybody's out here, man. Hustling, man. It's, That's why I said. I always say, it. man, this is like the it's like the Harlem Renaissance in Louisville right now. Like everybody's out just hustling. Everybody's out just getting it. Well, like yeah. me and B yeah. say, everybody eats B. Everybody eats B. You know, let, let let me say this just one time, real quick. If if anybody might have missed the last episode. You know, of course, now I did, you know, a bunch of the first few episodes. It was just me, brought in my homie C. Jeezy with me. You know, we are the Black Beatles. In you know, the that's, city. that's what we do. You know, we go on tour on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, and, we ain't been on tour in a minute, man. We had to, we had to show, know, man. We had to show ourselves, man. Yeah. Man, oh, last yeah. time y'all we was doing on tour, and I was a young <laughs> That was a classic <laughs> night, man. bro. What was that? What was we doing? That was, that I w- think that, what was? That ah, was that was the, the three, two, two one uh, anniversary. Uh, I'm sorry what was it was it throwing the, up in your car. Was it the 50th episode? Uh, nah. Uh, se- uh, uh, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, I thought it was 75th. I forgot what. It was one of them. But yeah. But it was, was a milestone, man. Appreciate y'all. Shout out to Z-Nice, too, man. That was a good tour night. Shout out to Thug, too, man. Make sure y'all catch three, two, one, and uh, and Banshee's block, man. It's a lot of. I still got videos, bro. We might have to recover those videos when Murph was in there dancing, bro, in the hideout. <laughs> Just shout out, man. We hey, we had the hideout popping that night, bro. I had, I had a hey, great yeah, time, man. Yeah, that, that, that was, was definitely a good, 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 good tour night. Good tour. Oh uh, yeah. Plus, man, we got shout out to uh, man. Shout out Virtue, man. We going on Wednesdays play dominoes, oh, man. Yeah. Come holler yeah. at us, man. You get yeah. busted. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Virtue. Shout out to Virtue. Shout out to uh, we might record a show. We might record a show. Z nice Virtue the venue. Yeah, we gonna holler at Virtue. Uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, you know Nirvana on Friday nights. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Legends on Friday night. Everybody doing their thing, man. You know we ain't man. Hate, man. man look, Mr. Cole's the city's hopping right now. now it's it's steady. a lot hopping in the city right now, man. It, it's a lot going on. A lot of good things what happening, what man. Was, uh, Mr. Cole's work. For a long time. Hey man, I know he's getting it, and ain't gonna stop. A I know that much. Check out, oh, that's that dude, twenty five and up spot. Uh, DJ equipment, uh, yeah, uh, got going. Uh, yeah, the great started. What's it called? Happy endings. Friday night. Happy endings. Yeah. Whoa. So, yeah, it's twenty five and up. So you know, be handed, be handed, legends. At what up? You know what I'm saying, man? Show love to everybody, man. People out here moving, man. Yeah, we making moves. Holler at 35th Kentucky, man, and uh, Ballin' Beach, man. Book us, man. Holler at us, man. That's uh, so now, everybody listening, you want to get in contact somehow with the Ballin' Beach podcast? You know, you can find our page on on Facebook, it's the Ballin' Beach podcast. Again, that's Beach with a Z. Uh, same thing on Instagram, Ballin' Beach podcast. Catch it on Twitter under the same name. 
you know, you got any types of comments or anything, please don't hesitate to send any feedback to the email account. That's the ball and beach podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's the ball and beach podcast at gmail.com beach with a Z. And again, just one more time. I want to thank my guests. Thank Murph and AI from the 35th Kentucky podcast to come out with us and sit with us for this episode. So me here on behalf of them, on behalf of the black Beatles, thanks for listening. Catch y'all on the next one. Hey, you got me fucked up. You think I'm going to fuck up this time? All right, check this. This is a kid. Come on. Hey. I rock the tan car goes with the Velcro scenes. I can't feel the vibration when my cell phone ring. I like to watch you split the switch and make the willow bleed. I know the sunny keep a pound inside the LL bean. And this hat wasted youth, killing time. Say the truth, feel a vibe, baby. Let me bring you around my friends. Yeah, they the purest. I might act a little different. That's just cause they give me courage when I need it. I mean, I'm joking, but I'm not. Yeah, the story of my life said I play too. Much. And I say that way too much Guess it still don't justify it, But I've been that way forever I don't feel like even trying to change She the one I'm trying to be real with But it's that TikTok She ain't got no time for my feelings I need a pit stop Every time I ride with my villains They up a big rock Blowing smoke inside the pavilion You know Wasted youth Killing time Say the truth Feel a vibe Wasted youth Wasted youth Wasted Yeah yeah, I wasted youth, wasted time, wish that I could.